What is up, everyone, and welcome to another issue of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club uh, show hosted by yours truly, it's Ben Pai, and my wonderful, amazing sister right down there. Anna, dash kin. Anakin, get it, get uh-huh. it. Nice. Woohoo. Um, I know it's been a bit since there's been a new episode, and this is the first new episode going live on our... Um, exclusively sibling rivalry YouTube channel. Um, so make sure uh, if you're, I know, um, <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you see all the, all the cool uh, art that I, that I had uh, yeah. made up for it? Let's, uh, let's, let's just go to it really quickly here <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm very happy with, um, with how it came out. Uh, we're just going to go right here. How do I look at my my channel? My channel, boom. Um, yeah, looks pretty cool if I do say so myself. Um, so yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you uh, went uh, and there will be. Uh, you can go to itsbenpai.com/slash comic book club. Um, and, uh, the, the link for the channel will be right there, um, for you to see. Um, so yeah, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button, um, as it does really help make sure that more people can see this. And the more people that get to see this, uh, the more likely that, uh, Anna and I will be able to really continue, um, devoting time to it. Um, I do have a few ideas for other content to come to the channel. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, getting it on there. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Um, this week's issue, uh, was my pick. Um, my pick and it was a Wolverine comic, um, by it. it is why I picked it. I was really excited about a Wolverine comic. Um, and because I, I don't think I've ever, no, I, I know that I have never read anything specifically Wolverine. Um, like I've, I've read like Days of Future Past. Like I, I've read comics where he is the main character, but it's been. Uh, An X Men overall or an a, Avengers overall type exactly. of story arc. Yep. I get that. Um, kind of like House of M. He was a he was a headlining character. Yeah, but, exactly. And yeah. he's a, he's a, he's an awesome character, um, or, or especially uh, an intriguing character. Um, a lot of cool mystery behind him. And um, I had heard nothing but really good things about this uh, story done by Chris Claremont and uh, the art by Frank Miller. Um, so that's kind of why I chose it. And the, the book itself kind of, um, it kind of brings, uh, out some of the, the Japanese backstory of Wolverine. Um, and I love Japan. And, uh, if, if you ever watched the old nineties X-Men animated show, um, not X Men Evolutions, not uh, not Wolverine and the X Men, but the the OG. All good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all good. Um, but like the OG X Men animated series, where you know it it was campy as all hell, but it was 
highly enjoyable. There was a whole arc of uh, Logan going to Japan. I feel like um, the 90s one really touched on a lot more of the comic book element. Absolutely. So. Um, and uh, it was one of my favorite story arcs in, in the animated series. Um, so I was, I was really, really interested in going back and reading um, this, uh, this arc by Claremont Miller. Um, so that was, that was why I chose it. Um, and you, you kind of find out some, some super interesting stuff um, about him. Uh, you know, one of his first loves, Mariko, um, and uh, a, a little glimpse into his uh, backstory as a secret agent. Um, and, uh, you know, just getting the classic Wolverine um, intertwined with all of that. Um, so, yeah, I, that, that's, that, that, was, that was why I chose it. Um, so Anna, tell me, tell me, tell me what some of your thoughts were. Such mixed feelings because it's not, and not mixed feelings as like a, it was bad and by any means, cause it wasn't. Um, I, uh, it was very classic comic book. I thought that the plot was well-written. It didn't get boring. It had a good pace to it. It was a great start for anybody interested in X-Men overall or Wolverine specific, just because Wolverine is such an iconic X-Men character that anything you start with that has him as the frontliner is going to be a great segue into the rest of the, the team. Um, so there was that. It had yeah. a very... Um, assassins heavy kind of plot line which was fun mm -hmm. a lot uh, and i think this is where kind of like the the frank miller influence comes out a bit it, it was uh, they were they were not afraid to be violent um in this one but and it wasn't it wasn't like gory. oh my god yeah. i can't believe i'm looking at this and it had very classic comic book art which i mm -hmm. think also lent itself to not being oh so so gory right um Oh. Yeah, I was really sad to see his friend, his secret agent friend die. Cause I know, Asana? I think he was the most interesting other character uh -huh. to me. I, I, I'm curious if, so. there's, um, if there's an arc out there that kind of goes back to Wolverine working with Asana. Because I, I, would, I would go back and, and read that just to kind of get an idea of that storyline. Because... Mm -hmm. um, you know, his, his death hits Wolverine really, really hard. Um, so it's As like being he, his oldest friend, which is also. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that there, there's a lot there. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed this one in the, it, it, it had, a, it had a lot of good um, like storytelling things to it like it, it had a, a really good overarching story throughout um throughout the thing and uh it had really good uh character development as a whole i thought um you you kind of have him going there for one reason that's like super super selfish um and you know kind of ruining it and then um going down like going down to, to hit rock bottom. Um, and then 
his friend dying and then him really like thinking, well, what the hell I need to be doing? I, I need to fix this. And yeah, I felt like this was almost as close to a slice of life comic for Wolverine as you're going to get. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, it, it was, it had that like, Oh my gosh, this thing that I've been focusing on has blinded me to the fact that, Oh, what I've been focusing on is what I need to focus on. I'm just focusing on the wrong aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the, the little bits of, um, Japanese culture that were brought into it as well. Um, you know, like, like all of the, the talk of honor and, and, and things like that. I mean, I think it was a little, um, oh, like heavy, heavy stereotypical. Um, but, I mean, when was this book written? You, I always, I know, yeah, I was going to say 2010 because that's when this... It was republished. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I really liked... Um, about this book is it was short. It was short. And I mean, I don't think that you could have lengthened this story out any no, more. I don't well. think so either. Um, like, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think so either. Um, so this book originally came out in 1982. That yeah. it. Um, so that, that I feel kind of fits with the art style and, and all of that. So makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, so I, I think like, especially for people newly getting into the co- uh, comic books as a whole, I thought it was really, really a good, like, Hey, start here. Kind of, Kind of thing. Um, okay. And, you know, it was short enough. There, there was still a good amount of storytelling in it and a good amount of, like, again, character development and, and all of that. That I don't think, I don't think, like you said, I don't think the story missed out on it being short. I don't think it could have been lengthened. Um, and, yeah, I, I think this is... This is the pinnacle of like what an entry level comic should kind of look like, in in my opinion. Um, you know, it introduces you to a character, gives you some backstory, um, while telling a story that you don't know right off the bat. Like everyone knows that Spider Man was bit by a radioactive spider. Everyone knows that Captain America had a super um, soldier serum. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Batman's parents died and he became a vigilante because of that. Um, you know, things like that. This is, yes, everyone knows that Wolverine is, I mean, everyone knows that he's really he's, good at what he does and what he does is not very nice. Uh, um, and everybody also knows that he was an experimented on mutant. Right. So, I mean, f- so I get what you're saying with that. I just don't necessarily think that how it was set up is the same way. Because, I mean, this, the superhero starting point for him would have been the experimenting on, which would have been the equivalent of the super serum. This was very much just an introduction to the person 
not necessarily the hero. So like, that's fair. Well, um, with Wolverine, it's more. I I would say it's closer to anti-hero for Wolverine. He kind of walks that line. Yeah. Well, it kind of stinks. You know, what else are you gonna do with razors for hands? (laughs) It's it's accurate. You can't really do much other than maim. Um. So I will say, like, as much as I think that this was a great starting point, I don't necessarily know where you would go from here for modern comics. I don't either, but I think so, it's I, mean, I think it's a, a good like dipping your foot in the water of like what am what am what should I expect from Wolverine? What is a good what is a good starting point and what can I compare what I read in the future to? Um and and I think this is this is a good litmus test essentially. Like this is you, you stick a, a litmus paper on this, it's going to change and say, yeah, this is good. Um, and you can kind of go off of Wolverine comics of how does it compare to this book? Um, because I feel like this is going to be like that perfect middle of the road um, entry point. Because again, you still get a, a little bit of, of hearing about his, his backstory um, giving a little bit of mystery to it still with characters like Asana. Um, and, uh, you know, the, again, the character growth to be like, okay, this is, this is where you kind of see the actual hero of Wolverine come out uh, when it came to, like, that last issue in it. Because this is a four-issue arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's more what I what I'm think talking about, but I I do agree. It's like where you don't really know where to go from here. In this particular run, right? Absolutely, especially since I mean I don't think I've ever seen any of the other characters reappear. I think I I swear Mariko has come up again. But I'm, I'm not like a, trying to remember because I haven't read. Because I think isn't Mariko? Am I crazy? Yeah. Is Mariko not Lady Deathstrike? Scarlet Samurai. She is the Scarlet Samurai. I want to read more of this. It comes back in Old Man Logan. We should read some Old Man Logan. Oh. Anyways, she dies and comes back to life. Because I, I think, does. yeah, um, her <laughs> brother is the Silver Samurai. So uh, okay. Mariko is the one that we see in the animated series because he fights the Silver Samurai in the animated series. You remember that? Yeah, but I was more so. I don't remember seeing her come back up in comics. Gotcha. Which, in my like, I'm mostly uh, focused on comics centering around my favorite characters. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, like I said, it's like I've never really read more Wolverine, but this is like I'm interested in pulling up Wikipedia and looking at like, okay, I need to know more about this Mariko character because obviously this character has an impact on Logan's life. So tell me more, tell me more. Like, does she have a car? I hate that. Uh, have, 
I didn't watch this movie because I just I didn't watch the movie. But did you watch the Wolverine Origins movies? The Wolverine. Where he's in Japan? The Wolverine Origins movies. Yeah, like You mean the like the second movie after the terrible terrible one? I actually with... didn't watch the second one. I didn't watch the second one either. I watched the first one, which was bad. I watched the old, third one, which, which was, was gory. <laughs> the, the old man, like the old man Logan one. Yeah, but then there was that second one, and that second one was set in Japan. You're and right. I was going to ask if she was the love interest in that, and that was centered around. I should have watched that movie before we talked about it. I know, this. right? I was kind of like banking on you having watched it and oh, just asking yeah. you questions about it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Have you watched? So there's a there's an anime series of Wolverine. No, I tried watching. There was this one um, cartoon X Men series that oh. I was deep diving into all of the old animated, and this one though was like animators took comic book pages and just like redrew them and yep. had voices over top of them but mm. their mouths never moved yep. and i was like what am i watching yeah that, that became a really popular thing for a little while um I didn't like it but let's let's get back to this story um but let's talk about some of our, our favorite panels i i will say so um art wise it, it was it was an old classic comic um mm -hmm. I think this is one that I'll go to when they say, you know, oh, they always draw such, you know, unrealistic um, images of women in comics. Uh, I'm sorry. Some of the positions that Wolverine takes and, you know, his physique, incredibly unrealistic uh, visions of men. Okay. I know it's not as common, but, but still. <laughs> um but I, um, I especially loved um, the, the scenes in the last issue. Um, like those, those, were, those were some of my favorite, um, favorite, favorite scenes. Uh, like this fight um, with Wolverine. Of colors and. Yeah. And like this, this, oh, like. It was, I really enjoyed it, especially like this far uh, right column. Um, for those of you in the, uh, in the audio version, um, it's when, it's right after uh, Yukio um, doesn't kill Mariko um, and says that she's going to, to help Wolverine uh, take down Shinjin, but he declines and then it gets into the fight with Shinjin. Um, there's like a panel that's just a, it's it's a tall panel that's all white and has uh, both Shinjin and Wolverine in shadow. Um, Wolverine in his like iconic like crouching pose, just like sitting there in shadows, and it's just it looks so badass, and I love it. Um, it, and just like a lot of the art on these pages were. I thought really great. And then the actual fight itself, even though it only, it literally only takes place in two pages. Um, it it reminded me very much of like Kill Bill um, and like the old time kind of like uh, ninja or samurai movies when they're fighting and like 
just the way they did the lighting and the the blood coming off the blades and all of that. It just it looked. I thought I thought it was really cool. Um, and you know, I, I love I love motion in comics, and you know it. it this was a, a nice, like, different kind of motion than, like, when we see Spider-Man or Nightwing or, you know, even Batman and things like that. This was, this reminded me of just, like, I want to go watch Kill Bill now. Like, I don't know, something about it just gave me big Kill Bill vibes. Um, and I, I really, really liked it. Oh, I guess it took place over four pages. Nice. Um... But even still, like it, I just really liked it. And then that final um, scene where you kind of see uh, him grab Shinjin by, uh, by like the lapel and bring him in. And then it just uh, changes over to Wolverine, like blood red eyes and the sticked. It's like, the, you, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't show what happened, but it's like, you know. The Jen art dead. does a good job about uh, suggesting instead of outright gore. Right, and I think I think that's really important in with a hero like Wolverine, because I think it's super easy to kind of fall down that that trap. Um, but and, the more the gore, the less the hero. Right. Exactly. Especially with so I, I agree. Especially with. Um, with a character like like Wolverine, and and then I loved blade the, knuckles. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I loved the like the lighting and the scene with uh, Mariko after. Mm-hmm. Um, like just just the way the lighting was done was absolutely amazing, especially with like that crosshatch um, coming in like right on that full profile view of Mariko holding the katana. Um, and, and telling, you know, the story of the blade and, um, you know, why Wolverine deserves the blade. And then that final panel of just like black and blue Mariko and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Like how short is Mariko? Cause Wolverine is short, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I imagine her Tiffany short, which means nothing to you, but a lot to me. <laughs> Um, and then you see my favorite characters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> on the last page. Um I will also say that probably uh that last the with Mariko in, uh, explaining the story on like why Wolverine deserves the sword. Mm. Uh was probably one of my favorite art moments just for showcasing lighting. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I felt like everything was I mean, everything was well done for the time period. It did exactly what you wanted it to. You could tell what was happening. It uh-huh. helped the story flow. Nothing was, like, absolutely breathtaking to me. Um, I thought this one was done very well for lighting. My favorite scene overall as just something that I... Something I would have wanted to see either more of or watched it in the movie theater or something like that would have been the kabuki theater scene where the assassins were the actors uh-huh um do you, you don't have a page number by chance do you no i didn't write page numbers for this one right. was, uh, uh and anytime the hand came in and, and they were fighting them 
It was, yeah. It just looked great. Um, but I mean, overall, I don't feel like I can say much about it otherwise, other than it's well done. It executes lighting and shadow um, and contrast really well. Um, and that's something that is always good to take away. Yeah. Um, it, it was definitely, it was 100% like old school comics. Yeah, and there's always something, though, that resonates like really well when it looks screen printed. Yeah. Like there's just a warmth to it when it looks screen printed. And I'm not the biggest Frank Miller fan, which is probably like super terrible to say for huge yeah, you're, uh, you're... comic book art fans. And it's not, I don't mind him in this style. It was a newer one that I, I was reading, and it reminded me a lot of Fathom and my critiques on Fathom uh -huh. then flowed into the Frank Miller, and it was probably just that one run, but it was not my favorite. And so that's always what I think of when I think of him. But this was fine. I mean, this was exactly what you expected to be, and it's still great reference material, especially for light study. Yeah. Which I'm also like focusing really hard on after doing the Lightbox Expo. Uh huh. Um, I know that I need to work really hard on my, uh, on lighting. Oh, this. And it was this, right? Uh, digital. Yeah. I got there. I was looking. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if that's necessarily for the art or just for the story about the panels. Like mm -hmm. that would probably have been my my favorite scene if this was a a movie or if this particular kind of thing was executed as the movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it, I, for me, I totally. think the story was just like, really, I enjoyed the story a lot. Um, and I, I feel like the art was, was pretty like average for this time. Um, and definitely what you would expect of Frank Miller art. Um, but the art made a big impact when the art needed to make a big impact in the story. And I think that's something that's, that's important to kind of look at also is being able to, you know, it's not like low where it's like, I loved the fact that the art was so distracting. This was a story that I don't think I wanted the art to be distracting because I already know the world. Um, but the art, was great when like and and powerful when that's what it needed to do. I I don't know if that makes any sense at all. No, it does, and it speaks to I'm I'm probably one of uh, as much as I really love art. I'm probably really hard on comic book art because I view it as what I want it to be for artwork, not mm -hmm. necessarily what I want it to be for a comic book. Right. Which is why that I think that Frank Miller isn't necessarily my favorite artist, but he's a staple in comic book art. Oh, so Anna, yeah. The Wolverine, that second movie, yeah, is based on this book. I thought so. I literally only remember walking in on like, oh my uh, god, Dad one summer or something like that. Uh, I made this too small. Um. And it was in Japan. And I was like, oh, wow, that looks really pretty. And then I saw it was Wolverine movie. And I was like, oh, why are you watching this after 
me just remembering the Wolverine origin movie, and I was like, that no. was <laughs> god awful. I was like, no. And I remember I watched like um, I watched a stripped copy, like so the of final scene yeah so yeah. the final scene wasn't even fully uh animated or like cg'd so uh-huh. you just had like the random block shapes of things from distance yep. i was like ooh, and <laughs> people help. people would argue that that is what ruined that movie i mean it's not what ruined that movie that movie mm-hmm. was awful but the fact that it came out beforehand um, like that, and was so readily available to everyone, um, really ruined the ability of that movie to make any money whatsoever. Um, no, and it was so sad because they introduced good characters, just not well. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised the the Wolverine movie. Yeah, I mean, as as far as like what I would have expected, didn't do terrible. Origins uh, like or ratings. this one? The the Wolverine. So the second one. This this one. It okay. has it has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, 61% on Metacritic, and 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. Well, I mean, you can't really say you it you did it did better than you expected because you didn't know you hadn't seen it. I, I'm more basing it on how wonderful Wolverine Origins was. Yeah, but this one happened like I don't want to say substantially later, but it happened more than just, oh, we finished this movie, so we're going straight into the Wolverine. Mm. Wasn't there like a three-year gap? Um, Regardless, we should probably watch that movie just after reading this. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Maybe we'll do like a little one-off on on the YouTube channel, just talking about yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um, and I will also say, I want to see a Wolverine comic that is in his time in Japan, especially when he's learning how to use the sword, which I thought was what the Wolverine movie was. I thought that was when he was learning how to be a samurai. Gotcha. I, that's why I wasn't 100% sure. But um, done in traditional like ink paintings style would be gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But again, like that's coming from like, oh, I would love that as an artist, not necessarily the best storytelling method, maybe for a comic book. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I enjoyed this book. I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I I would have. I mean, I'm kind of a sucker for some of the slightly more modern art style. Um, not that I dislike like, how like experimental it gets in modern. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it, it's like everything can can look very different. Um, some of the faces looked like very strange to me in general, um, and I don't know. I, I'm not an artist. I don't know if it comes down to like drawing the different like ethnicity or. Um, you know, any anything like that. Um, the faces kind of kind of turned me off every once in a while. When they I, looked I've, too alien. Yeah. Essentially, like, when you zoomed in, and it was mostly on... Um, uh, Yukio. Yeah, it was mostly on her character. None of the others, she for me... Very sharp, angular features. 
Yeah, and very thin, pointy eyebrows, and it was a very alien esque. Yeah. Vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. uh, can we talk about how freaking badass this Wolverine looks? Where he's standing in the body of the ha- bodies, uh, uh, bodies mound. of the hand, oh, and yeah. it, like bloody. <laughs> it sounds so weird. Bloody, uh, bloody blades, and you know, face full of shadow, and just the the yellow eyes coming mm-hmm. through with the the blue, you know that that trademark hair. blue hair. Um, it's black hair. It's just blue highlight. You, yeah, but you you know, I'm more. I'm just trying saying to describe it for. You know, viewers. Exactly. Or listeners rather than the viewers. Yeah. And I loved any time that they did just like solid color, solid color. So like the this fight with the hand uh, and Wolverine on the on the rooftops, like I like that kind of again, that kind of play with light. Yeah, well the backgrounds on there, which I mean, of course, since it's in the eighties, makes total sense. Reminds me of um what was it, clip paint or, or just paint that uh-huh. you used to have at school when you had computer classes? Yeah. Yeah, that's you what st- it reminds me of. You can of. still use paint now on, on computers. It's still the Is same thing. Is it just thing. as dated? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You probably have it on your computer. It, it comes factory installed on every, on every Windows computer. I have plenty of drawing apps on my computer. I do not need none, that. None like MS Paint, though. Mm. <laughs> I remember drawing Neopets on MS Paint. I remember but, um, drawing like a little comic strip on MS Paint of um, me as a superhero. I will also say, aw. Yep. Nobody wants to see Ben in tights. Um, I drew a stick figure. It's not, it was nothing beautiful. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Anna. <laughs> um, I always liked how you drew the owl, and I attribute you to teach me or teaching me how to draw that like circular thumbprint owl thing. Uh-huh. Um, something else that I will say, and this is me being a huge stickler, and also probably just looking at it and comparing it to modern comics mm. throughout the entire thing. If you go back and look at it um, single page, and then if you go back and look at it with the double page formatting on Comixology, I don't like how some of the two pages coincide. And that's me being like super picky with how color schemes go. Uh Like the particular panel that you're on right now did a great job, but then other panels hopscotched between so many different colors that you didn't know... (laughs) if it happened in the same day without reading it, which again, like you read a comic, it's not like it's only the visual elements, but that's just me being a huge stickler. Um, yeah. And then we, you still have and, to remember that there were full page ads in the yeah. comics as well. So who's, who's to say what it ended yeah, so up again, actually I'm like, looking like. Probably being like super, super picky. Um, and I really but I mean, that this. also came up in uh with the all of the arrows aimed at at him. Yeah. I will also say that the use of like the color background blocking and how they coincide with the rest of the page on the page next to it was also an issue I had with Hellboy. Yep. So I, I think that's just that. I think that's just a personal probably dated opinion. 
I mean, so, yeah. I think it's reasonable, though. I did really like this dream sequence that he had. I did, too. But I mostly like the dream sequence because it was in a different time period. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did like the use of color, and I felt like the the warm tones for the color very much separated it from the rest of the issue and the collection uh, mm. overall. For sure. For sure. Um, well, that was interesting. I also thought it was interesting, you know, that he saw himself dying. Yeah, but, but not being dead. That's Just true. his soul died. And, and yeah, I think... And it took him a really long time to realize she was the uh, Yukio, was uh -huh. the bad guy. <laughs> it did. It did. This is this is a toxic relationship, everyone. This is not the kind of relationship that you should be in. Harley Quinn and uh, Joker. Joker. Yep. I'm a much bigger fan of the current Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Uh, yeah. I need to watch that cartoon. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> They, uh, it looks awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Gosh, and this just made me so sad. Yeah, I liked that. I liked his character, and it was really sad to see him die. And he got such a bad death. Yeah. Like, it was such a one-off, like, it's like, oh, okay, I accidentally killed him. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like... Uh, Again, because it's like the way Wolverine describes him is like he's this really, really high caliber secret agent. And good friend with like an extensive background. And you yeah. don't get to experience any of those through and a flashback, just... even through dialogue. The only thing happens is that one line being like my oldest friend yep. and um, I left the agency a while ago or whatever. Right. So. Yeah. Oh, no. This is the only time he's ever appeared in anything. What? <laughs> oh, man. That's okay. I mean, as comics go, maybe someone will be like, yo, I liked this one character. Let's make an entire runoff just about Wolverine's time with him. I yeah. could totally see that happening, even if it's 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. First appearance, Hi, Wolverine 1, September 1982. Last appearance, Wolverine 3, November 1982. Like, are you, what? Yeah. Hi, Hank. Jerk. Let's say... Uh, okay, so in the Marvel anime, he, he has a, an appearance as well. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so yeah, characters I'd like to know more about, but never, but, but won't get to learn more about now. Yeah. Oh, oh well. my dog is like staring me down, but he's not coming over. Okay. Um, anyway, do you want to get to your rating I for think, story? I think it is time for rating. Um, now, as I said, I, I did really, really, really enjoy the story. Um, weird noise. Um, yeah, you sound like uh, my my friendly Martian when he's chewing the bubble gum and he's transforming into a different alien. Someone listening will totally know what I'm talking about. I know, I know what you're talking about. Um, story art overall. 
Um, so story, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a good show of, of Wolverine in the, um, Japanese culture, um, albeit a little stereotypical. Um, I enjoyed the character growth. I thought, I thought it, it ticked, it ticked all the boxes. Um, that being said, uh, like I, like I was saying, I'm sure there are, you know, slightly more gripping stories and things like, well, no, I take that back. Story-wise, I think this one, I think this one is, 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 is tops. Um, I, I think, I think if, if I were to, to, to give it anything like, eh, it, it would be, it would be the art. And that's just because I, I like how much, like Anna was saying, um, how much people make take a lot more risks in more modern mm-hmm. comic book art. Um, and I don't, I don't think there was a lot of risk taken here. Um, Cause working and, in comics was the risk on its own. Exactly. <laughs> um, but the story itself, I thought, I thought was awesome. Um, I thought it had really good growth development. Um, and just like a little bit of backstory here and there and uh, kind of ended with a, a solid like, oh, so that's where that's going to go. But you know, but also like I, I know from reading all of the X-Men comics that I've read, Mariko's not around long. So what happens? So enough to, to keep me interested in what happens in the story from here. Um, as well. So I think I would actually give the story here. Um, honestly, I think I would give story a nine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, okay. So my score, I don't necessarily, I mean, I do slightly disagree, but not, um, and it's mostly because I didn't necessarily think that this was a bad story. I thought that it developed the characters well. I thought that it established a fun backstory for Wolverine. I don't necessarily think that it was such a gripping story that kept me excitedly reading and passionately reading on. Um, I think so. And, and you know, yeah. the, this the, I'm 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 just going to point this out. I do think for because you are. I feel like art more makes or breaks a comic book for you than it does for me. Okay. I mean, probably. I mean, I, I, I think that plays, I think that plays into, into your potential less love of the story, but. Well, it was that I didn't resonate with um, the Yukio character. So, I mean, she was in it a lot longer than I desired because I didn't feel like she was really adding anything other than conflict that Wolverine wasn't even noticing. And he, then she really only inserted the conflict in that one or two moments and then was just there as a random love, like, rebound type of a character. Mm. So it was, like I, like I said, it was very slice of life um, in how I felt like the story uh, pacing went. It was well done in the sense where, like, I wasn't tired of it, but I also wasn't super passionate about reading it. 
Like, there didn't seem like there was an urgency to see what happens next for me personally. Um, I do think that it was, that it's an interesting backstory. Um, I think that it humanizes Wolverine, who oftentimes kind of gets the short end of the stick. Um, wanting to be a hero and being kind of given the powers that he has. So that's why I was more so leaning toward and um, going from this story into a next story in terms of recommending it to somebody who hasn't read comics before. I couldn't advise anybody else like where to go from here other than just continuing on this particular run. Uh, otherwise, they'd be very confused as to what happens to her, <laughs> considering you don't see her um, in the newest runs as much. So for that, I would give it a seven because it's well done. Okay. Still, I mean, that is still a good a good score. I know, but you gave it a nine and I feel really bad because <laughs> I don't think it was a bad story. I, the reasons that I docked it off were the reasons I gave. It was a different kind of story than what you usually get in a superhero comic, too. Like mm-hmm. this was this was taking a hero um, that I feel actually fits in like the samurai kind of world really well, um, and putting him putting him ag- against like a, a group of uh, like when, when you think samurai and and you know things like that you you do really think of these highly disciplined you know, um, honorable warriors. Um, and you stick... Like fighting is an art. Exactly. And you stick Wolverine into that. And the fact that his, his uh, one of, you know, his mutations are the, you know, spiky spikes, um, uh, you know, are the Wolverine claws. Um, I just feel like it, it pairs with that kind of story so well um, and doesn't like, yeah, he's still a hero. He still has superpowers, but he's still being put against normal people who are close to being considered his equal. Yeah. Um, And I think that is, I think that's just a a really, really cool uh, way to tell a Wolverine story. And I, I like, I like it for being different like that. Um, I think like a a really good example would be, you know, like they, they do like the Elseworlds Batman comics and there's like Samurai Batman, um, or, or is it Samurai Batman or Batman Ninja, you know, like, like that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, that's, that's cool. They do the same kind of thing, but really all they're doing is turning the world into that, of like a samurai world here instead of yeah they're not they're not changing the world they're not changing the story they're putting the character in this other world but he still fits in it Mm -hmm. i will also say like two more things about the story um even just the very very beginning intro where he talks about going up against the bear Uh uh-huh it shows the conflict that the character faces with his um, his mutation and his desire to be the good guy, which is a great through line that uh, he goes through with the rest of the the issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also say though, that, like another 
neg and for me is they focused too much on the Yukio character while Wolverine was getting like drunk and kind of devolving mm-hmm. instead of actually focusing on him devolving when it focuses on humanizing the character throughout and like his struggles but then when he's actually emotionally struggling they're not showcasing it as the main point fair i think i think the point of yukio was to to prove that he was going to more his more animalistic urges because like th- there wasn't there wasn't really like You know, like, when you look at Mariko and Yukio, it's, like, the difference between romance and lust, and that's where mm-hmm. it's human versus animal. Um, so I, I think I think yeah. that parody is more, like, I, I think it was still making that point really, really well, um, in my opinion. Like, I, I completely understand your, your opinion of it as well. I, I feel like... They focused, they used Yukio as the point of, you know, this is, this is yeah, rock bottom type of thing. Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't disagree. Like, I think showing more of what he's thinking through it would have been, would have been good as well. Yeah. Um, now for the art. Let's get to the art. All right. So, I mean, we have said, um, we've said quite a bit about the art. We have said quite a bit about the art. I don't think I can really add more to what we have said. Uh-huh. Um, just recapping what we've said, it being much more suggestive in the gore, making it a little bit more appealing and, uh, helps the character that they're taking shape with the how they're portraying Wolverine in this volume was well done. The shading was really well done. The lighting, something that I really enjoyed for reference material from like things that I have learned that I need to work harder on. Um, and the style being from when it was is exactly what you expect. I don't have anything that was super bad to say about it. I don't have anything that was absolutely amazing to say about it. So for me, it was pretty like vanilla as Mm -hmm. a seven. Okay. You're giving it a seven for art as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I think that's honestly, I think that is a really good way of describing this book. Um, You know, for me, the, the art was pretty vanilla. It's, it's exactly what I would expect from Frank Miller um, and what I would expect from this time period. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe I should compare it more to like the Titans comic that we read. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, in, that's a fair, fair uh, comparison, honestly. And in that comparison, I like this art more. I agree. This 100%. art is much more clear. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they use the art to better tell the story in this one than I think they did in the, in the Titans. Yeah, and they utilize color better. Yeah. You can see everything much crisper. So, I mean, I don't remember what I scored art from Titans. 
but overall just know that i do think that this was better done yeah um i can tell you uh i think so for for me i think uh a big thing I would also give it about a seven. I think there are um, pages and and parts of it that I would I would give like a ten, um, especially like the final the the last scene with Shinjen and the and Mariko. I think the that scene um, to me was like a ten out of ten. I loved literally everything about it. Um, but let's see, so art. You actually gave uh, Teen Titans a seven as well. I'm giving this one an eight. Okay. Yeah, I gave I Teen Titans. I was like, I was nervous. Yeah. Uh. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's uh, completely completely reasonable. And actually, by by that, if I were to say that this art was better than than Teen Titans, I should also grade this a nine because I gave Teen Titans an eight. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Might have to watch that again to see why I did that. Um, I'm actually going to stick with my uh, stick with the my score of. I'll, I'll bump it up to an eight as well, um, just because I, I like I said there there are scenes in this book that are a ten out of ten, um, and I don't think there's a single thing in here that I would that I would grade below a seven, personally. Um, yeah. And again. Uh, and we'll, this is where we'll get into my overall score, um, because uh, I I truly believe uh, again that the art became super impactful when the story needed the art to be really impactful, um, and the use of lighting throughout was was awesome, and uh, again like just the overall mood of the story I really liked. Um, so I am going to give the story, uh, overall, or the story, the book overall, uh, a nine out of 10. Uh, again, I feel like really bad. Um, so I did bump up my grade for the art to, um, to an eight. I, in my overall, I was going to keep it though the same. And my overall is going to be a seven. Okay. And again, it's not necessarily because I think that anything of it is bad. Right. I just felt like you got what you got and it was well done for the time. It was well done for the character. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just not necessarily like my cup of tea. And even if I recommend it to somebody, I won't be able to. To give further recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which might change, you know, as we continue this podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, I'm sure we will read more Wolverine. This definitely, like, I'm interested enough to to read, to try to read more Wolverine. You know? Yeah. Um, All right. Next week is my pick. It is. For DC, and I remember what it is. It was Green Lantern Earth One, Volume One. Yep. Um, I'm actually really ex- excited. So we we did 
two heroes that we have not read anything of uh, yet. On the, oh yeah, on the series. it's like um, I've read Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah I've, I've read Green what Lantern too. What are you talking too, about? But, uh, we haven't done anything Green Lantern. We haven't done anything Wolverine. Right, and I did try to pick. Um, like the reason I, I had us read Green Martian. Green Martian. Or Green <laughs> Martian Manhunter. Wow, he is green. Martian Manhunter. Uh, my last DC pick was because of uh, me wanting to read the Earth One together. So, I have not read the Earth One Green Lantern. I've only ever read Batman Earth One. Oh, and this will be a exciting. A risky yeah, pick for Anna once again. Sorry, world. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Anna, where can people find you on the interwebs? On the Instagram. I have two accounts, one art account and one personal account, which the one personal account is probably more Hank related, my doggie. Um, which is Anna underscore Riddick, and then I have my art account, which is a Riddick underscore designs. Absolutely. And if anyone wants to try to get me to go on Twitter, I have a Twitter that's Averitic Designs with no underscore. Very good. How about you, Ben? Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet. It's Ben Pie, I T S B E N P A I. Um, that's Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, um, YouTube. Um, and then I do also have an art Instagram that I have not posted to recently. Um, but you should because those beautiful pictures of you and Lee and Aylin are. I wasn't I wasn't super impressed with them until like the day after I took them. And then I looked oh, back no, at I them really and I'm like, them. oh okay, these are these are actually pretty okay. Um, and that's Ben Pai photographer, Ben Pai photo, Ben Pai photo, B E N P A I photo. Um, we so do yeah. have a sibling rivalry to Instagram account as well. Oh, God, that you should try to hit up. Really, all I of know, the sibling I rivalry to it. Because we uh, haven't, we haven't done, done it, and I was really busy working on my portfolio stuff. Yep. Um, so yeah, everything sibling rivalry related, go to www.itsbenpie.com forward slash comic book club. Um, I'll make sure to have all of those links updated by the time this airs. Uh, we're recording this the day before it airs, so um, by tomorrow. <laughs> um so yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to keep those poll lists uh, bright and full. And until next week, shalom oh, stay. Oh, <laughs> ah. ah.